Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? We're going to start things a little differently today with a quote from Winston Churchill, which you may or may not know. If not, I hope you have your listening ears on. It's very important to today's topic. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Welcome back to the, the Entrepreneur Encounter podcast. Today, we are discussing the power of a growth mindset. And I don't think I can think of any skill set that is more needed if you decide to take the leap into being an entrepreneur, a small business owner, agency owner, or anything else title that you can think of with starting a business and doing it on your own or being the spearhead of an organization. And today's fast-paced and ever-changing business world, success comes down to the mindsets that you adopt. It doesn't matter the role that you play in the entrepreneur world. Having a growth mindset makes a huge difference. A growth mindset is your ability to continue to grow and you are wanting to learn and continue to educate yourself and not be stuck on one specific thing, which is what we call a fixed mindset. People with the growth mindset are willing to see other perspectives and see the problems not just as problems, but opportunities to grow. I think one of the things with shifting even my own mindset, I'm a CEO. I'm no longer just an employee, but I dove into this whole new title, this new phase was no longer seeing problems as just problems and saying, well, I can't do this because of this problem. It had to shift into a, how can I get this done because of this situation? I don't even call it a problem anymore. I'm calling it a situation that has arisen. And how am I going to get over it or move past it or solve it to still reach my goal? Like all that hard work, that perseverance, that resourcefulness is so important to help us reach our goals and our full potential. Because right now, when you're a new entrepreneur, you dream of what your potential is. You know your why. But where I thought I was going to be two years ago when I decided to launch my business is nowhere near where I originally envisioned. But through a lot of roller coaster perseverance situations, I'm now pivoting into consulting and doing more strategy. I know my niche and the people that I work best with and the personalities that I work best with. I definitely know my Enneagram and like how I can use that to my advantage and not necessarily say, woe is me. I'm a nurturer. I can't do sales. Well, yes, I can (laughs) because that's how I'm going to make it or break it. I remember when I was working in office. For those that don't know, my background is in case management. There was a lot of 
mindset shifts from going from, you know, working under somebody else to entrepreneurship. But being able to take those skills, no matter what position that you were in before, you can take those skills to help you grow into the entrepreneur that you want to become. And we also have to shift our mindset to help us grow because, again, we're not working under somebody. We're working for ourselves. So we have to, we're the ones that have to discipline ourselves, grow and continually learn. Because if we don't, then you're just going to be stuck in a spot where you don't want to be. So you have to have that mentality of wanting to grow and not be fixed in one spot. If you're wondering, If you possess the ability to have a growth mindset or something that's been on your mind since you are going from side hustler to entrepreneur, we came together and brainstormed a list of things that we just want to go over. So the first is to see a challenge as an opportunity. We as humans fear failure. It could be fear of changing It could be fear of not making enough money. It could be fear of losing time with your family. It could be fear of any other number of things that could cause you to fail in your business. It's something we all do. We all have different fears, but we all have them in some capacity. We all start somewhere and think, well, I can't do this. All the negative thoughts flood in, but just understand that it's a normal thing, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. But start trying to baby step and maybe journal it out and like get those thoughts out, tear it up, let it go, and then take those failures and turn it into an opportunity that you can take head on. It's not about proving to someone else that you can or cannot do something. It's about proving it to yourself. I'm very competitive with my past self. So me two years ago would have never said yes to any opportunity that had me speaking because I fear a lot of looking dumb in front of people. Now I embrace that imperfection and I recognize that I'm not perfect. And I make jokes on this podcast, even though like I know people are going to hear it. And I show that side of me because that's going to align me with the people I want to work with. And it's going to show them that I've been there and I can support them because I survived and I want to help them survive whatever hurdle may come up. I know that I have a lot of imperfections. I am definitely not perfect. I mean, we all want to think we are, but we should just be who we are. And don't be hard on yourself. Don't judge yourself. You know, I know that it's easier said than done. But like Dana said, last year, I would have never thought in a million years I would do a podcast, honestly. Because I too am afraid of maybe sounding stupid or dumb or whatever. But there's people out there that we know that resonate with us. And that is for you too. Just know that not everybody is going to like everybody. But there are those people that are going to see you for who you are. And they're going to want to connect with you. And it doesn't matter if it's work-based or if it's just to network, to make connections. But you just have that. That's part of your growth mindsets and being able to continually grow as a person first and then grow your business. I learned with toddlers when I would take them hiking because we love being outside and they need space to run. They got a lot of energy. 
I used to get so frustrated that we never made it to the top of the dang mountain. But then my sister and some like random passing comment was like, it's all about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's essentially the journey. So focus more on the process, the journey of entrepreneurship. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever niche that you've landed on or decided on, are you enjoying it at all? There's going to be days where you don't enjoy it, no matter what you choose. But overall, are you happy to come to your desk? Are you happy working with the clients? Do they fill you up with joy that you're like, yes, their success is my success? I mean, you need your why and your end goal because that's how you create a marketing minutes plan. That's how you do those things. But if you're not enjoying the marketing minutes, if you're not enjoying the day in and day out experience, then even if you make it to that end goal, it's not going to light you up and you're not going to be fulfilled by the time you get there. You're going to be stressed and overwhelmed. You're probably going to need to see a chiropractor. You're probably going to need to see another form of doctor just to kind of like help align you better. The process is supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to make you happy. It's that's where you achieve that freedom is by the joy in the process. Another thing too, stop seeking others for approval. So when I first started freelancing, before I even went to business, because I didn't know what I was doing, for like the first seven, eight months, I was seeking approval. I was making sure that I was doing not right for me, but right for somebody else. Because obviously when you start freelancing, entrepreneurship, being a business owner, you will try to do one, what others are doing and you get overwhelmed. I know I did this. A lot of people do. It's like you're constantly like, is this okay? Should I do it this way? Should I do it this way? It's okay to ask questions, but you don't need approval from anybody. Like if there's something that you're passionate about, you are willing to grow and you are excited about it, then do it. Because if you're just going to do it based off of somebody else, then that's not the mindset that you want to go because you'll be stuck in a rut and you don't want to be there. So who cares? So you do what you want to do. I feel like that's easier said than done. And maybe that's a woman thing. People don't come attack me, but maybe that is. I'm constantly seeking approval of someone. It took me up until my 30s to genuinely stop caring. I mean, I still do a little bit. I had a conversation with my husband Honestly, I think at the time of this recording, a week or two ago, we gave away our old dresser. Like, I didn't even try to sell it. Just like, someone come and get this thing. And the girl that showed up, she was very emo. She was our age. At least she looked like it. But she was very emo. She had like dark jeans, heavy eye makeup, the chains, everything. And I told him, I was like, for real, if I genuinely didn't care what people think, I would dress like that. (laughs) But I care too much. And so I don't. (laughs) But that's when I, how I dressed in high school. And then when I graduated high school, I started going to Johnson & Wales. They had a dress code and it was all business. And I definitely had to shift my attire and like point of my perspective with what that looked like. So I kind of let it go. And then I just never went back to it. And she was like, really? He was shocked. And I was like, 100% would. But I've had to shift that whole mindset too with not caring what other entrepreneurs think. My journey isn't like theirs. There are single parent entrepreneurs out there that somehow manage to do it all. And they're ready to gazelle right through the process and get there. And I am not that person. (laughs) I am a baby steps, one thing at a time. I want to make sure all my systems and things are in place. I want to make sure my brochures are good. 
I do not want to go viral because my head would explode 100%. So figuring out like who you are as a person and then embracing whatever imperfections you have and then letting go of the idea that you need to approve anyone other than yourself and your immediate family, like your children, will be a complete game changer, as well as embracing failure. Going back to that quote, it, the last part is the courage to continue that counts. How many times, audience, as you've been in this entrepreneurial space, have you felt like you've failed at something? I'm going to say I probably feel like I fail every day at one thing or another, whether it's simply getting my laundry washed, dried, folded, and put away. Usually I only do about two thirds of that process and then it has to wait till the next day. If it's, I didn't get my newsletter put together fast, like ahead of time. So now it's the day that it needs to go out and I'm scrambling to get it together. I feel like a little bit of a failure. Or it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm sipping coffee so that I can finish my own projects. Like I got my client work done. I met those deadlines, but now it's time to do things to move my needle forward since I'm making pivots. Like now I feel like a failure because I feel like I didn't manage my time well. No, not digging into account any of the other things, but I'm embracing that sometimes it's just part of the process of I'm going to be discouraged with myself because if I'm succeeding at one area personally, then I'm probably failing somewhere, even if it's small in my business. If I'm succeeding in my business, I'm probably failing in some way, even in a small way in my family life because of balance. I can't have one being at the top without something being at the bottom. And I think this is where conversations come into place. Because I feel the same way. Like, did I get all my stuff done? If I feel like I'm behind, even if it's a day or two on my stuff, like I make sure that I get all my client work done first and then I do my stuff. But I too, at sometimes when I'm ready for bed, I'm like, oh no, I didn't get this done. But we get so much into our head that we don't really seek out those opportunities to take that for growth. So I think if you are able to have somebody in your network, in your community, and in your life that you're able just to have a conversation with, maybe I think we wouldn't think so much that we fail. Does that make any sense? Because sometimes I feel if I feel like I'm failing, having a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. (laughs) makes me feel better in a sense. (laughs) I think that falls in line with seeking feedback. Exactly. From those that you work with. It's a fine line because I know we just kind of focused on not seeking the approval of other people. But it is important to rely on your community to provide an outside view of us helping you reach your goals, not telling you, oh, you're doing it wrong and bashing you. Find someone that says it in a way of criticism. Like, I think you're feeling overwhelmed because how much time did you actually scroll on social media and was it for business or did you just mindly scrolling? Might still attack you a little bit, but the point is there. Are you using a strategy that's not aligning with you? I live and swear by time blocking. But that doesn't work for everybody. I need to know, like, around this time, I'm doing these things or I'm floundering because I don't know what I have a problem with prioritizing unless I say, okay, this is my time block to do client A. This is my time block to do client B and whatever it is that they need. I have to get very granular in that. So I'm constantly seeking the feedback of those in my trusted community. 
My bookkeeper is one of them. Sarah is one of them. I'm constantly like, look what I found. Is this a good idea? (laughs) So that's where like seeking feedback, really encouraging like a brainstorming session to promote problem solving and creativity, to show various answers to whatever issue you feel like you're failing at. So trying to restore that balance in succeeding at both in a unified front. The last thing that we kind of want to touch on is discussion groups. So when you're seeking out feedback, you're looking for a community, shameless plug. That's why Sarah and I created our Facebook group. We constantly are fostering an environment or a space where we're asking you what problems you are coming across. How can we support you? All of our advice in that group is free. You don't have to pay for our time in there. You don't have to pay for any clarity calls that you have with us. Like we are here to support you, your growth personally and professionally and seeing you reach the goals through soft skill training. So if you're listening and you haven't reached out or joined the group, please do so. We would love to share all of the value that you get inside of it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.